Lent is a, a time of reflection, especially a, a reflection on things that sometimes we just speed through. We just keep on going. So for many of us, when we read, give us this day our daily bread, we think, oh yeah, God gives us things to eat. And then we brush by it and keep on going. This evening, I want to reflect just a little bit on the phrase, our daily bread, and what it means to me, and hopefully that will have a meaning for you as well. We know that Jesus, as he's teaching this, is not teaching it just as a prayer to say quickly, but he's saying it in earnest to the people around him. This is how you should pray. And we get to this line, give us this day our daily bread. Bread is something that oftentimes we eat a lot of, and I had the privilege of talking to our kindergarten through third graders about give us this day our daily bread. And I asked them, how many of you eat bread on a daily basis? And like three of them, you know, raised their hand. It's not something that all of us do all the time anymore. And so what does this actually mean for us? Well, I think if we think just a little bit about how bread is made— it helps us clarify what Jesus is getting at when he says, give us this day our daily bread. You see, uh, in that, he, he's saying, give thanks for what you give. Because God gives not just to all of us who are his children, but he gives to all of creation what is needed. And uh, we look at blessings a little bit differently. And so if we look at the ingredients that it, makes, that it takes to make bread, I think we can see a little bit something. Because one of the main pieces is flour, right? And flour, for me, as I reflect on this, is about the big blessings. It's about family. It's about a house. It's about food on the table, it's about a job and those things that we can easily mark down that if someone were to ask you, make a list of the top 10 things that you're blessed with today. You could just mark off in, in seconds and not have to think too much about them. But we have big blessings that God has given us. And if we take those blessings and we look at them a little bit closer, we find things that enhance them. We do have uh, family, right? But some of us have been blessed with children within that family, and, and they enhance life, right? And some of us have been given uh, jobs where we're able to fly over, all over the world, and we, we get that enhanced kind of life. And, and that's what salt is. It's, it's taking a little bit more depth to the bread and gives it a little bit more flavor. It enhances it. So what are the things in your life that enhance the blessings that you originally think about? What's that next level of blessing that you have? Is it, it could be friends. It could be hobbies. 
This is one of my hobbies, is baking bread that I, I took up while I was on Vicarage. And it's a, it's a huge blessing to have fresh bread around the house. But sometimes we miss the things that enhance our life, that maybe we don't need for sure, but they're there as an extra blessing, maybe. We can think of it. And then you have yeast, which are super small, fine particles. What, what are the things in your life that you maybe take for granted, that, that are, are so small and so minute that you walk out the door every day without even a thought? What about the air we breathe? Huge blessing, right? Because we can breathe fresh air. It's not filled with smog. It's, it's clean. And, and God has given us all kinds of blessings that we walk by each and every day because they seem so small and insignificant. But they're huge, and there's something to be thankful for. And if we take these ingredients and we mix them up, we get a bunch of dry stuff. And it's hard to give thanks just for the dry stuff. We actually need something else for us to be able to see an end result and put it all together. And Jesus, as he's talking to the people uh, in that book of John, and he's at the lakeside, he says, I am the bread of life. And part of being the bread of life is being the son of God and welcoming him into his, our, his kingdom through baptism, right? Go, therefore, and baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And so we, we get that idea that God sent Jesus to kind of put it all together for us. It's not something that we've done, but it's something that he comes to us. And he comes to us in our baptism. And if we take this and we need it, and we come and we take the time, we can see that it all comes together. And it comes together in something that's really incredible. And it's life-giving. And it, it makes sense for us to say, give us this day our daily bread. And Earlier today, I, I made this loaf of bread just with these same ingredients, same thing. But you know what? The first loaf I made didn't work out. Right? Uh, and, but that's us. That's our life. Sometimes we see all the blessings and yet we're still like, man, life is not working out. But when we stop and we see that all the blessings work together, that God cares for us. We can see that, you know what? There, there's something of value. There's something of value in us. Not because we're perfect, not because we get it right every time. There's something of value in us because God is God. He's created us. He's created all things. And he gives us all these blessings, big and small, so that we can reflect on him. And that's what 
give us this day our daily bread is about. It's not about just that moment and giving us food on our table. It's about all the blessings and all of creation that God has given us. He is the bread of life. And that actually means something for us here today. It means that we have an eternal life because of him. Again, not because of what we can do, because we don't always get it right. But even when we don't get it right, there's still redeeming value. Because we're children of the Father. And being children of the Father means that no matter what, we have a purpose. We have a purpose. And if we can look at the blessings that God has given us, and we can kind of process through what it is that we have in our life that we could share with other people, we begin to see a purpose. Right? I could take this loaf and I could break it apart and we could all have a little bit because of the blessing that it comes from the flour and the water, the yeast and the salt. I think it's the same way with our lives. If we look at the community we are in and the blessings that God's given us, I think we see ways that we can be a blessing to others. That comes in big ways, and it comes in small ways. It might be opening a door for someone. Or it might be building a house for someone. We all have these blessings that we have been given that we see in our lives each and every day. And we give thanks. And I think in giving thanks— God's also saying, how can you bless someone today with the blessings that you have? And one of those huge blessings is to share his love, right? If you were here with us on Sunday, you heard about pointing people to Jesus. And uh, Pastor Ziegler, uh, his whole message was, you don't have to do a lot of stuff, and you don't have to have all of the knowledge. You don't have to get it right every time. You might have to make a second loaf of bread, but what's been asked is that knowing that Jesus loves you, knowing that he is the bread of life, we point people to him. In our own lives and in our own blessings that we've received, we point back to him. As we're connected to Jesus, we connect others to him. It goes back to go therefore and make disciples. It's all a part of being blessed. We are blessed in so many ways. In so many ways. And we point people to Jesus in those blessings. As we reflect on what Jesus has done for us, I want to go back to the words of Martin Luther. Because uh, Luther, uh, in the 15th century, 
was saying these same things to the people around him. He's trying to, to come up with a way that the heads of households could teach their children that they are loved, that they are forgiven, and they have a hope for tomorrow. And, and so as he explains what it is that Jesus is talking about when he gives us this prayer, he breaks it down just a little bit. And that's what we see in the small catechism. It is Luther breaking things down in a way that we can teach our children. But not only teach our children, we can be reminded of the blessings we have. And so I'm going to read the petition and then the question. I invite you to speak with me uh, the, the answer. So give us this day our daily bread. What does this mean? God certainly gives daily bread to everyone without our prayers, even to all evil people. But we pray in this petition that God would lead us to realize this and to receive our daily bread with thanksgiving. What is meant by daily bread? Daily bread includes everything that has to do with the support and needs of the body, such as food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, home, land, animals, money, goods, a devout husband or wife, devout children, devout workers, devout and faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, health, self-control, good reputation, good friends, faithful neighbors, and the like. And I, I think as we go from this place this evening, my hope is that you, you can see those big blessings and you can reflect on them and the enhancements that you have in those blessings and the small things. But most of all, most of all, that you know the bread of life. And then knowing the bread of life and knowing Jesus, we're able to say thanks. We're able to see those blessings and we're able to reflect on them more and more each day. And as you say this prayer, as we end our, our service in just a little bit, but then on your own during the week and on Sunday mornings, that you take just a microsecond to reflect on the blessings that we've been given and how amazing it is to be so blessed.